0: Hello, welcome back to the Strong Dads podcast. Uh, we're back this week. We're going to discuss the bench press, followed on from the deadlift and the squat. So uh, I'm Adam Neal, and that is Chris Jones. Uh, how are you doing, Chris?
1: I'm very well, mate. Very well. Loving this weather.
0: I know we've got an extra day today. I, uh, I've i got an Alexa in the... Um, well, sorry, I didn't buy this. It's a typical dad thing, this. The missus bought one of these new Alexas in the uh, kitchen. I was like, why have you bought that? Like what? What a load of waste of money that is! Oh, an, and I can't stop using it now. And I said to I said to Alexa last night, I thought she might have come on then. Um, <laughs> well, what's the weather today? And she's like, oh, it's seven degrees and cloudy. So no, it's about fifteen degrees and warm. So an extra sneaky day today. Uh, lovely. We're going, lovely, lovely weather. What's it like near you? Mm. You're like, um, you know. Part
1: of the world, oh, pro- practically tropical, mate. Shorts and t shirt.
0: Oh, oh, you wear shorts all year round, really? Though, don't you?
1: <laughs> this is true. This is true. Right, Where was I out over the weekend? Went to um, style for Mother's Day picnic and all that jazz. Yeah, the amount of people in like winter coats and hats, <laughs> like, um. Cool. You've obviously still in that sort of mind frame, but whatever floats your boat.
0: You know what it is though? No one's got the wardrobe for it. People are a little bit too posh now just to slip a pair of shorts on them last year. They've not done the the summer um, shop, have they? i know the same.
1: Wear it all year round, so you're prepared.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. I've got that's it now. Regardless, I know the weather's gonna go bad this week. I'm wearing shorts now. I'm prepared. That's it. I
1: was having this conversation yeah. with my client the other day, mm. and uh, he's like, "Once you, once you make that to shorts, yeah, that's it. Then you have gotta like, it's like yeah. no." We're not
0: totally agree. I think it's like a code. I think when the clocks go and you put the shorts on, which was last week, that's it. Now,
1: yeah, hundred percent.
0: You feel better as well. Like you put shorts, especially for us, you put shorts on going to the gym. It's like here we go. Living the dream here. Living the dream. I
1: don't here. understand why people go to the gym, not in shorts.
0: <laughs> you probably should do more squats and deadlifts, maybe. Because you've got skinny
1: That's it, it's <laughs> covered with skinny calves.
0: And here's the thing from a man with skinny calves. Here's another reason why you should wear shorts. Because the sooner you get your legs out, the less emphasis you have on them. So you get it out of the way early. And then people go, oh, yeah, you know, you've got skinny legs. Yeah but, yeah, but then it becomes a thing that the people get. It's a bit like putting a fish in the water, you know, in a little bag. Yeah. You just kind of acclimatise everyone to your shorts and your happy days. and No one really says <laughs> anything then. So skinny calf syndrome is a thing. Um, so if you are a guy listening who's, you know, bit lagging a bit on the lower body, just get the shorts out. So you've just got to go for it. Rock it. Yeah.
1: Really and the bad, bad
0: thing day. people do is, you know, don't wear like longer socks with skinny cars. It's not a good look. You need a good no, calf.
1: No three quarters inch shorts either.
0: Correct. That's also correct. They're just,
1: they're just the wrong mm. item of clothing.
0: Or on the shorts thing, what's your short height? Like what'd you go for? Because being both rugby lads, we're used to like short shorter short, aren't we?
1: I would go like sort of mid to two thirds thigh.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you're going. Yeah. 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 That's
1: about right. So you're getting a decent bit of quad below the short.
0: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're more of a football time, I go longer, just over the knee short. A bit longer. But I feel like short shorts are coming back in. Mm. With the age of Gym Shark and things like that. <laughs> we just mentioned a brand on the podcast. We can get sponsored for that. And
1: if you've just joined us, welcome to the uh, <laughs> Strong Bad Fashion Podcast. Get ready for summer.
0: If you want to listen to uh, unfashionable dads, this is what it is. Yeah,
1: yeah. You're yeah. talking about those Jesus Creepers and socks, you know, not sliders and socks, Jesus Creepers and socks. Jesus,
0: oh. Jesus Creepers, yeah. Sliders and socks come from footballers who had really bad feet and it's caught on. That's what's happened there. True fact. I think it is, because let's be honest, footballers get their feet mangled on weekly, so they cover up with socks and just put some sliders on,
1: yeah. but now
0: people think it's trendy.
1: Is there people that train in the gym with that?
0: Yes, all the time. I've seen yeah. personal trainers with sliders on as well. No. Not in my gym, but I've no. seen it and it happens, and I'm like, mm. Wow. Out well, there's a debate, I'm not sure on that one. <laughs> not gonna anyway. be nice. Also, speaking yeah, of debates, yeah, yeah. we were just uh, we we're gonna throw it out there. We wanted to go live on this, didn't we? The Will Smith slap mm-hmm. to Chris Rock is it real? Is it not? I don't know. Oh. how do you believe an actor who's just won an Oscar? <laughs> how? <laughs> How do you do it? Even when he's crying and stuff, doing his speech, I'm like, e- are you being for real? Are you just acting? I don't know. I mean, like,
1: if it was real, like, Chris Rock took it quite well. Because have you seen those, like, those slap championships?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: People are basically getting punched in the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a fairly, like, undefended free slap.
0: Yeah. It was like a proper... It made a good noise, but I don't know whether that was his... Will Smith, like, hit himself to make the noise, or it actually was his face. Um, Who knows? Here's my take on it, though. I get it from Will Smith's point of view. understand it. Like, yeah, everyone's going to go defend the wife and stuff, but where does that stop now? Like, can a comedian no longer say anything on stage and not get assaulted? You know, where does this leave? Yeah, or someone be offended. Yeah, where does it, yeah. Was it
1: the other week or listened to it recently? Somebody was saying, like, people being offended these days, like, you know, what they call Snowflake Generation or Mm -hmm. Woke or all of the above. Like, if you walk into any library, there will be a book that offends you. But do you go over to that book and burn it or throw it in a bin? Well, you shouldn't. <laughs> it's there for I mean, yeah. So you know, so if you obviously there are things that you you might believe and stand up for and everything like that, and there are let's say lines that you do not cross mm. with with things, obviously. But I don't know. Yeah, where where, where is that line? Yeah. I mean, if you, I suppose, if you look at people like, I don't know, Roy Chubby Brown, Jim Davidson, like, that's not cool. That kind of comedy is like from a bygone era. Yeah, yeah.
0: Do
1: you know what I mean? Mm. But I suppose in this um, this age of discovery that everyone seems
0: to be in, where, where is that line now? I I think it's going to come to a head, this isn't it? Because if people are walking around offended all day, they're just going to stay in the house, all stressed out all the time. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like we say, isn't it? It's, I think we're both a bit thick-skinned. I used a saying the other day. Uh, did it say on a podcast? Can't remember. I think I'm saying it to a client. <laughs> it's, it's a bit, it's a bit choice words, but unfuckwithable. Was the word we used? <laughs> I like that. Maybe <laughs> we could write a book on this. withable. I've heard it from somewhere. Um, yeah, it's like whatever. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting.
1: Mm. But, mm. Yeah, because I, I was having this this conversation with a client about you know worrying about what people think of you and if they like you or not. Yeah. And I can honestly say, hand on heart, that I could not give a shit if somebody dislikes me now. I feel that I'm at an age in life yeah. where I'm very comfortable with who I am, I've got good mates, I've got a lovely family, and if somebody goes, I don't like you, fine, I'm not going to change
0: to to yeah. fit into
1: your, do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah.
0: Dawn of discovery, yeah. But,
1: but so many people, like clients that you talk to, friends, family, etc., worry so much about what other people think of them. They act and then try and be somebody they're not, or they try to be somebody that that person thinks they should be. Yeah. So you actually end up losing who you are as a person because you're trying to say, be six different types of person to six different people because you're trying to appease
0: everyone. Yeah, exactly. Because so everybody likes someone who's genuine, don't they? You know, even if there's certain yeah. things you might not like about them. Like mm. I've got people I know who there's stuff about them that'll irritate the shit out of me. Yeah. Like they'll be they'll be late or there'll be something, they'll have a different view or something about life, but I can't help but like them because they're so genuine and like original in who they are and you can't help but like it.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. Carl Pilkinson, the idiot abroad. Like, you can't help but like the guy. Like, there's loads of shit you go, what are you on about? But you Last like
1: him. This is, no. Well, this is the case in point. I don't... Like Carl Pilkinson. No. Because, <laughs> I think, I think the whole, I just think the whole concept of what it does is quite rude. Ah, uh, yeah. To... To the locals, you know, wherever he goes, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. him not liking it and all being uncomfortable. Whereas that's like somebody's everyday life. Mm. That's what they. That's how they live and eat and sleep and work and everything like that. And it's almost a bit of a piss take out of him to say, "Oh, look, look what he's doing now. Look what he's doing yeah. now." Yeah, I just mean I just think it's a bit rude. I just think it come it comes across a bit rude. Yeah,
0: it's a, a proper little mank, in it, It's funny.
1: But there's a prime example of, you're like, you can't out-like him, and I'm like, oh. You can't but it's yeah, just...
0: like him. Yeah, like you say, stuff about him where you go, what? But because he is so original, you kind of go, well, yeah. Yeah. Liam Gallagher. Oh, Gallagher. Two different, very different people. Mm. Don't like either of them, but can't help but go... Actually, you know what? They are who they are. So you respect it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. 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 Maybe yeah. the world We should do a podcast on the whole thing. Yeah.
1: A, a, a podcast for another day. Strap
0: yeah. line. Strap line.
1: We've rolled that out early doors today.
0: Nice. We have, haven't we? I actually found a T-shirt in there that popped up on the Instagram. And... Um, I think it's like my life summed up. I'll try and find it. And it says, it prints. On, it's printed on the front, I like coffee and maybe three people. I was like, yeah, yeah. And I think the brand a uh, Viva Coffee. And I was like, yeah, it's a bit of me, that T-shirt. Okay, yeah. <laughs> where do I buy one? Yeah, where do we get one else from? I feel like we need to get in touch. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's two brands we've advertised on the podcast today for free. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, gym shark, Yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
1: So I suppose segueing from defending your lo- your wife or loved one. Yes. To the bench press.
0: You need to bench press to uh, honor your wife.
1: Absolutely. Stay strong. Strike hard.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna let you go go ahead today because I know how many notes you've read. Did you show me <laughs> off off uh, off air? So it's called off air, not hmm. live. So, we, again, we are talking about the bench press days to follow on from the deadlift and the yeah. squat and, and, um,
1: and I think it's quite apt that obviously we've this on a Monday.
0: As it is International Chess Day. Because,
1: yes, Monday is universally known as International Chess Day. So, again, you'll go into most gyms today, pretty much any gym today, yeah, primarily late round, and you'll see people lining up for the barbell flat bench mm. because I don't know no matter how many say professional coaches strength coaches, PTs whoever, you know, talk about the importance of squat overhead press, deadlift variations etc mm. the bench press will probably remain the most glamorised movement in the gym
0: yeah it is isn't it yeah Yeah, what do you bench? Everyone asks that, don't they? How much do you bench? Yeah.
1: Well, I'll caveat that with my humble opinion (laughs) that it is probably the most overrated
0: exercise in the gym. Oh, nice. Yeah. In terms of the bench press in general.
1: Yeah, because what do the majority of people use the bench press for?
0: To get cool packs, bro.
1: 100%. So, as a, an isolated chest exercise, is it any good? I nearly
0: swore then. <laughs> <laughs> I was it, about to go. <laughs> is it? Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is going to rhyme with Hillary Swank. Um, but. <sighs> No, it's not, is it? In terms of a chest developer, um, no. purely chest, no, because it's like we say, like we said with the other ones, it's there's a lot more going on with the bench press than just your pecs, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
0: And if yeah. you're someone who has really strong triceps as well, if you're, you know, very, very strong that way, mm. you know, you get bit... Take it someone who had a whole rugby career, they had a really, really small chest and... Um, it was a bit of a funny thing between the lads, but I could bench press a lot of weight. But I had a very underdeveloped pec. We'll give you an idea of... <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you an idea of how poor a bench press could be for developing pecs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, because you've got a lot of deltoid tricep going on. Not... Oh, there is obviously chest going on and you'll get a bit of a pump and everything, but no, there's, there's much better ways to uh, develop a chest that you can go on to in a bit. And I suppose the other way people look at the bench as well is a test of strength. Mm-hmm. Now, again, my humble opinion, I would say that an overhead press is a better test of strength, like a strict overhead press.
0: Yeah, which was like the original wasn't it when you go back to like the original strongman mm. like they didn't even bench press did they it was all overhead it was like pick a bar from the floor and shove it over your head yeah mm. do you think the rise of sport you know you look into the NFL because they do the um, combine don't they yes yeah and you can argue this I don't know how well a bench press kind of relates to being good at American football, but they do the uh, 225 bench press Don't want to see how many reps you can do, which is 100 yeah. kilo in uh, English terms. How many times you can bench 100 kilo? So, yeah, there's that argument in the combine. They do it where they just go, well, why? It just gives a random overall indicator for somebody. But,
1: yeah, there's
0: a lot of different pressing movements you can do over a bench press, which I think we'll go into. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, like, but again, like, like most. Like, you talk about, is, is the bench press good for you? Is it bad for you? You know, to go about what we've said over the last couple of episodes, like, done well or done bad, any exercise can be good or bad for you. And again, you go, you program in, right, bench press. Why? Because it's Monday? Or is there a specific reason for it? Do you know what I mean?
0: I always throw in the bench press. With you know, when you go into the terms of it being good and bad, is it's not bad, is it? It's you know, you think what you're doing. You're really putting your shoulder blades in a fixed position. You're not getting any free rotation. So the way I've always learned, it, if you do any flat bench pressing, kind of flat dumbbell pressing, you want some sort of movement which lets you move your shoulder blades freely as well. Like a push up or a, something like that, or a landmine press or anything yeah, like that.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, But you know, with a with a history of rugby, yeah. When was the last time you pressed injury free or niggle free, shall we say, or pain free? I
0: would pain-free. say probably the last mm, bench pressing heavy, probably last. Since probably the gym has been back open, I've finally got to a point, where that's put a lot of graft in.
1: So, so basically, when you stop playing rugby,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so bear in mind, stop playing rugby. We had uh, lockdown, which was a lot of carabels yeah. and mobility and stuff. So, uh, and then when we got the, the green light to get back in the gym, yeah. I was like, right, well, I'll. Uh, so yeah,
1: but you, but also on that, you've said before that you've put in a shitload of. Effort and yep. specification, shall we say, in yeah. exercises to alleviate that pain. Correct. Yep.
0: Sports. <laughs> <laughs> but where he's playing rugby, you might do it for like, I don't know, six weeks in pre-season if you feel all right. And even that's adapted. Um, if anyone's ever been in a SNC room for any sport, you'll see how different things actually are. You'll have some people bench pressing, floor pressing, single arm pressing. They'll just do a pressing movement. Not necessarily like we'll talk about the bench press. So yeah, because I know if I'm playing rugby, you'll be the same. And I know you'll feel like this. it's a collision sport. So first thing I'd always get a whack for me would be an elbow or a forearm or some, something like that. So just doing any pressing would hurt. So it becomes... Yeah. Almost, well, can't really do that now. And I guess most people... Yeah, there's a good one. How many people do you reckon go to the gym tonight and press through pain?
1: Oh. Quite a few. Mm. Hmm.
0: That is quite high. Especially how we are at the moment, like we say, the whole computer posture. You know, you've been at work all day, nine to five on the computer. Mm. You go straight to the gym and jump on the bench press,
1: but again, that, that's a, that's an absolute classic. If we're looking at posture, yeah, you know, we've spoken about in previous episodes about rounded shoulders, tight chests. Mm. I'm coming in, yes, bang, back down, flat bench. Let's go. <laughs> like you just you're causing more grief than good. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because because one thing people don't understand about Bent, like pressing or flat bench pressing, for example, is how strong you actually need to be in your spine. Yeah, your back, and how stable. Yeah, because if you think your rotator cuffs originate in the shoulder blades, yeah, if they're like out of position or weak as piss, like you're just asking for injury or potential injury by putting the load on. Yeah.
0: You know? It's very rare, I see, I'm not saying someone bench presses correctly, but bench press is stable. It's that all saying, isn't it? You can't shoot a cannon from a canoe.
1: No, but no. Nine mean, out of 10 it, people it
0: was, will have like feet all over the place and just looking completely unstable.
1: Yeah, because benching, benching right actually demands a sort of, Quite complicated and precise setup. Mm-hmm. Like, people just literally, like, oh, I'll just lie down like a lie in bed. I'll just, bump. off you go. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean, and like, would it be one of the most butchered exercises in the gym? In terms, of maybe not butchered, but just, what's the word I'm looking for? Where people bite off more than they can chew. I
0: think it's misunderstood, isn't it? Yeah. Like you say, it's very misunderstood because everyone goes, Oh, it's chest, isn't it? And like you say, well, try bench pressing with your feet on the bench to your feet on the floor. Oh, honestly, there's a massive I, difference. I
1: hate why, why do people do that? Why do people <laughs> put the feet on the bench? I don't get it. It's like yeah. you're just taking away your stability.
0: Like I do it sometimes for that reason. Cause I know I'll like do loads of bench press and I'll take I'll, I'll actually program like three weeks of going, I'm gonna take my feet off because I know I'm gonna be like 30 kilo less and then I'll feel better. But yeah, I know what you mean. If we're going for a full <laughs> if you're going yeah. for a full bench press, you need your feet on the floor, don't you? Because there's so much like strength coming through that and stability. Yeah,
1: and that's the core, reason you can't you want to tie the core as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's actually, like I said, a very sort of precise setup that you have to do. But also, as well, you've, you've ever seen, again, just a slight gripe, shall we say? Powerlifting.
2: Yeah.
1: What the F is that position all about? And yeah, when I say position, I mean basically bending in half backwards so your chest, so your feet are basically under your armpits Yeah. And your chest is about half an inch away from the bar. Mm. And then all you have to do is unrack it, move the half inch down to your chest, half inch back up, bang, back on the rack, Half thousand and handshakes.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a thing, isn't it, where we've said this before, like, sport, like, a powerlifter's one true thing. They all they have to do is that bar to so come down, touch the chest, and go back up, doesn't it? Mm. So it doesn't matter how they do it. Whereas people look at it and go, "Oh, they're the strongest guys in the world, so I'm going to replicate that in the gym." And it's like, "Well, no, that's like saying, you know, like we say with bodybuilders when we had on. Mm.
2: there's
0: a lot, there's a hell of a lot you can learn from him and bodybuilders, but unless you're actually doing what they do every day." Take some elements, but don't train exactly like them because you're not going to be able to do it yet. No. Yeah, because it's a different sport. It's like, you know, it, yeah, because it's, it's the understanding of it, isn't it? You know, You know, watch World Strongman when they're uh, <laughs> carrying a car down the thing. You don't go to the gym and do that, do you? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing today? It's going to do some, uh, you know, farmer's walks with a car on your shoulder. You know, you just don't do it. <laughs> I think no. that's the. Like I say, we're probably right saying the bench press or the press is very misunderstood in terms of how it's um, purpose and when, how and when to use it.
1: Yeah, like I said, that, I don't mind it. Oh, I'm the sorry. The, wa-
0: the watch, the watch is uh, saying sorry for some reason. It wasn't Alexa this time. It was the uh, Siri on the watch. Yeah,
1: Look, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying bench is a bad exercise, and I'm not saying don't do it. Do it by all means. I program it for clients. I program it for myself. Mm-hmm. But you know, just understand why you do it, and it's not, yeah. and it's not the sole bringer of big chest and strength.
0: Yeah, that's that's there. You go. Here's the point. You can build a big chest without the bench press, but just because you have a big bench press doesn't mean you can have a good chest. yes you can build a good chest without using the bench press but you can build a big bench press without having a good chest yeah that was it
1: yeah
0: there you go yeah so um, yeah I'm the same I like a bench press Um, but if I was going purely aesthetics would I use it as as I do no. now, prob- no way, no, no. You'll probably go a lot more. We'll get into it in, like accessory stuff, but I would suppose you probably take it back to the old traditional push up, isn't it? I was having <laughs> uh we have a guy who comes in the gym, he's an SSC coach for the tennis, uh, he used to be a Royal Marine, and uh, we were just having a bit of banter with the, one of our friends in there, and uh, he was doing a very bad push up. I'll press up how you want to do it. And uh, he goes, well, that's exactly what's wrong with it because people associate push-ups with loads of reps as opposed to doing them well. So if you're looking at, a, you know, bench press, I suppose the best way to start is a, like a press-up. Like how many press-ups can you actually do properly with, I don't know, you nose know, touching the floor, full extension of the, like, extension of the arm and keep going without any mad rest at the top, you No, know, you know, keeping your back straight. Um I know there is a statistic on this and we need to find it in terms of, um, I think it was for men over 40. Might have been 45, actually, Jones, I see you just missed out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was something to do with, I think it was 50 plus push ups, indicated like so much longevity of life.
1: One five or five zero?
0: Five zero. So if you can do 50 push ups off the bat, like, you know, Whatever it's considered like an yeah. excellent level to be in your 40s, but doing 50 push ups properly is hard really, really hard. And when people was in lockdown doing, I'm doing, oh, I'm doing yeah. 100 push ups a day, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, no way, like they're not proper push ups because you just can't. So, yeah, you could probably start with a push up to indicate your bench press, but yeah, I was just thinking off the top of my head there. I think it's 50 push-ups of body weight without resting um, for more than a second that either end Hmm, interesting. Maybe we should try that. Maybe it's our next challenge for the Facebook group. Yeah, instead of the old man challenge.
1: Yeah, oh there's or oh, there's that one what you do? Um, you know that song Bring Sally or bring Sally down.
0: Yeah. We don't need to push-ups. Do the push-ups. That it's is. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I've done it. I've done it to squats and I've had to go up push-ups, yeah. Oh, oh, oh god. Look what we do. Yeah, look I'll what we sure. just last look what we just last ourselves in for. <laughs> yes. I once tried that song, uh, back squatting. You had to back squat your body weight to bring Sally up and down. That was that was a bad day.
1: But the pro- the problem with that is not so much the up and down; it's the long ass pauses at the bottom.
0: Yeah, and as the song goes on, it gets about two minutes fifty, as I remember. It's a bit of a long pause. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it well. I remember it well. Yes, but moving on, moving on. Let's not give people stupid ideas. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Although, at least you've got so, yeah. a uh, tempo to work to. I'm just thinking, imagine if you did a goblet squat every week of that. Bring Sally up and down. Listen, you know, And every week you followed a song and completed it bodyweight. And then the week after you did, five kilo. You know, that's a very good indication of progressive overload.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> anyway, okay. moving on, moving on.
1: Go cool. on. So, you, you've you programmed in bench press. Yes.
0: Why? Because I like it.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Monday. It's
0: Monday. Uh, for me, I would say... Me personally, I would not like vertical push overhead as much anymore because I'd still be tying the shoulders. Okay.
2: Although I would do like a
0: vertical push. So I would go and, you know, I just think it's, it's a even though it is a kind of a full body, it's an upper body maximal effort for me, which I would like, because for me, who likes to train and most people do, or the people who might listen to this, you know, if you enjoy the process of it, it'll be like, um, probably like to build a bench press would be like something I would add into my workout to give me some sort of indication of getting better at it. And then I'll have my accessories around it. That and a push up.
1: Yeah, yeah, you love a um, body weight body exercise,
0: don't you? I do, but I just like to add for every, it's just a personal opinion, for every bench press I do, I'll bench press on a Tuesday or a bench press variation on a Tuesday, should we say, or mm-hmm. a horizontal press variation on a Tuesday. Um, and i probably go incline, slight decline, slight incline, feet up, feet and whatever it is. Banded, unbanded, bench press, and then probably later on in the week I'll do a push-up, whether it's weighted or from a deficit or something. Anyway, something along those lines. Um, but yeah, I do like it that way. Um, but I think the weighted push-ups from the rugby days, which I just like doing. Do
1: you anyway, know what? I long-winded know. answer. No, I, 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 I'm pretty much exactly on the same lines with that, mm. just except the weighted press-ups because I can't be asked to put the weight on the back.
0: Yeah, it's a pain. That
1: pain.
0: Was, yeah. It's difficult. Yeah, <laughs> it is difficult. I did it the other day. I had uh, 40 kilos. So we had two 20-kilo plates. And I, was literally had, I had them in like a tricep, at the bottom of a tricep extension on the back and then kind of went down. And then it was all right. And then I went, shit, I've got to get them off now. And my phone, I had my phone just on the floor to the left and the bench to the right. And I was like, shit.
1: <laughs> well, it's your hands as well, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Out there. Take some yeah. fingers that. It is a bit dangerous, I would say, due to a training partner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, a good one. Anyway, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very much sort of saying same with that. And I, I think it's not that I, I'm a powerlifter, but I like to have bench dead squat totals. Yeah. yeah. A sort of main three, so I like to... To chase, chase the weight, so to speak. Yeah. Um, not through like, any indication of strength, but that's just the way I enjoy training. That's why I like it. Mm-hmm. With a client, yeah, you know, a lot of clients are unable to overhead press to start with. That's probably the end point. Um, a dumbbell or a barbell bench press is quite a good entry point. And then, obviously, as you progress, you can go to the sort of low incline, high incline, etc. As you sort of progress it. Yeah. I
2: agree.
1: But, but in terms of like weight and strength and stuff, it's more—it's a lot more sort of movement based. Yeah. Instead of saying, "Right, we're going to be hitting PRs every six weeks or whatever."
0: Yeah. As we've said on the podcast before, haven't we? Like people trip. The bench press, probably more than the back squat and the deadlift, where people test it every week and don't train it. Yeah. Every week. You'll see someone tonight in the gym, they'll be, oh, I did 100 kilo last week, so I'm putting 105 on for eight or whatever. And you're like, right, you just expect the fairies to come down at night and go, you are now stronger. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work like that. <laughs> no, no just, just
1: on that, if anybody is listening and they're sort of stuck with their bench press, that doesn't seem to be progressing much, just try for a month with strict overhead pressing and a few tricep accessory movements. Yeah. Just try that for a month. Don't bench. And just see at the end of that if there's any improvement.
0: Yeah, there probably will be. Yeah, if you think about it. You're a bit of a bench presser. You got to think about which bit you get stuck on, isn't it? Yeah. And that's where that's where you know when we talk about accessory movements, is where they're born from, isn't it? Accessories. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Where, yeah.
1: Where, where's Where's the majority of which area do people majority of people fail on a bench?
0: Good question. I don't. It's never exactly at
1: the bottom, is it? It's always about half way or short. Yeah, oh, shit. Like in, yeah. Inch, inch or two off the. Yeah. Inch or two off the chest, is not it? Yeah. So you get that initial slight bounce off the chest, shall we yeah. say, and you start your ascent back to the beginning, and suddenly your hundred kilo bench press suddenly starts weighing three hundred, <laughs> Then the panic sets in. And desperately look around for someone to help you if you've not got a mate dangling over the top. <laughs> so, again, from there, a sensible option either regress the weights and go for a paused bench. Mm-hmm. So, on the way down, pause in that sort of sticking point area, back down, straight up, or things like floor presses. They're always a good one because you have to start from that point because your elbows are on the floor. Mm-hmm. It you know, else so, to go is there?
0: <laughs> especially no, the
1: especially floor press. No, so so in terms of what you're saying there, like yeah, majority of people just go in and say right, yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to hit a PR tonight, and they've done nothing to facilitate that in the in the preceding week. So again, it's it's about boxing clever with it, and if you do chase numbers on the bench press, look at your program and make sure that you do have accessory work in there that is supporting building a strong foundation for you to be able to lift a PR six to eight weeks, not every Monday, (laughs)
0: because it's Monday. Yeah, (laughs) that's going to be the uh, quote of the podcast about bench pressing because it's Monday. Because it's Monday, yeah. <laughs> because it's Monday, yeah. We can even go into breakdown. The, is the barbell the right choice of bench press? As we know, it's not necessarily for everyone, as we both know. Um, no,
1: because again, that, that comes down to the, indi- the individual, like because obviously, with the barbell, the um, it's more of a fixed position, you know. Obviously, you're it's not fully fixed like a machine would be but it's when you go dumbbells you've got two very individual movements going on that you're trying to create a, a symmetrical movement yeah. itself so there's a bit more that that could go wrong with that so what what's your thoughts would you start with dumbbells or a
0: barbell again it still depends isn't it um, yes, I would usually go I would generally probably to be safe I better say, say I would go dumbbells first um, dumbbells yeah I would go dumbbells I know barbell I mean looking back all them years ago when I started we started with barbell and it was easier to coach and have I mean, a mass of people but I would go dumbbells first to kind of groove that pattern of what they want because you know if you look at yeah. someone, so and so like it's very rare people are like symmetrical in how the shoulder blades move. Especially yeah. with, I don't have you seen more of this since lockdown? I can tell without knowing if you're right handed or left handed, which hand you move a mouse on on a computer. Like looking at no, some shoulder blades. I can't say it. I've noticed this and I'm like, yeah, you're on the, even though you're right handed, you do it left because they kind of, a slight bend on the torso and they're like leaning forward. There's always like a different, um, yeah, what we call the scapular humoral rhythm, don't they? How your scapulars move to your yeah. arms, and there's always a different one. And I think if you're on a flat barbell bench press with that, you kind of in one shoulder blade don't move as well as the other. That shoulder's going to eventually hurt, but with a dumbbell, you can see it, can't you? On a bench press, whether it's mm. kicking out and then they're kind of finding that pattern. So, I would usually start with a dumbbell, yeah. Um, no, I,
1: I would be along that process as well, purely because you've got more flexibility in terms of hand position. Yeah. Because if you think the majority of people, and this is not good on a podcast because there's no
0: <laughs> YouTube. We'll clip it. We'll clip they, it. Tend,
1: they tend to keep the hands in the position where, if they were using a barbell. Yes. So when they're With the, with the, uh, with the dumbbells.
0: Mm. Like thumbs pass. facing inwards, effectively. Yeah, so your
1: thumbs are sort of facing towards the chest. So. Yeah. But a lot of people don't have the capacity in the shoulders mm. to be able to do that, or the ability to pull the scapulars together, or you know, their rotator cuffs might be smashed to bits mm. or tight or whatever it may be. So being able to turn your hands, and this is predominantly how I dumbbell bench, is 45 degrees. Yeah, absolutely. You know if you bring your elbows in and turn it into a narrow bench, that's a different movement entirely. But if you've got your hands at about sort of 45 degrees, that seems to be a comfier position for people who do have shoulder issues.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like the arrow shape, isn't it, between the elbows and the head? If you was like yeah. looking at yourself from behind. Now there is thing called like the carrying angle and things like that, which is a bit of an old. I say it's an old, it's an old like physical therapist thing, the carrying angle. And it's basically getting someone to do a row, unloaded, and seeing how where their natural elbows go. And they call it, you know, with your arms out in front, they call it the carrying angle. Mm. If you was to carry stuff, and that's usually, more often than not, I like, say about forty-five degrees which is a good way for someone to bench. So if someone does a dumbbell row. Yeah. You know, and someone dumbbell row and see where the elbow moves in space as opposed to, oh yeah, make sure your elbow goes to your hip, which is a good cue, but sometimes like, well, where does your elbow want to go? That gives you a pretty good idea of where you can press from. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. I'm a 45 degree. -er. But that gives you an example of accessory, how, people like to change programs and do loads of different stuff. But if you're um, into bench pressing and you go 45 degree flat dumbbell press for four weeks then you went neutral grip dumbbell press for four weeks, slight incline, 45 degree dumbbell press, slight, a bit more incline, neutral grip press, you're going to, it's so much the same but so much a little bit different that you're going to get. And we always go this about all the time, don't we? If trainers actually just said, here's what you need to do on Instagram, it's very boring, really. Well, for us, it isn't because we enjoy it, but there's no flashy. Um, no, no gimmicky. There's no... Yeah. Gimmicky. yeah. You just slightly change an angle and move your elbows a bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> effectively. But if you're someone then, as we go into a deal, like we touched on at the start, you purely want to get a better chest. Or you feel like it's a lagging body part? Yeah. Where would you start? Like, what would you, you know, what would you go with? What's your, what's your choice yeah. other than the bench press?
1: Press ups, low incline dumbbell, high incline dumbbell, floor press, dumbbell flies, and inverted rows. Yeah, good shout.
2: Yeah.
1: I know that's back exercise, but again, if you're talking about the scapulas and everything like that, yeah need that back to be supporting press. It's
0: a fantastic point, that, because reason being, if you're somebody who's, like you say, like, interior rotated, your shoulders are coming around, you are all very tight, and you want to look like you've got a bigger chest or a better chest, sometimes not doing any bench press at all and bringing, you know, strengthening up your upper back and your back and bringing your shoulders back all of a sudden, you've lengthened your chest already which is a little trick you know i'm sure if we get into bodybuilding as well they'll probably tell you things like this but this is why doing lots of rowing is important because we all know the guy who walks into the gym who's like arms around and you can see his knuckles in front of him but trains loads of chest but he's probably really upset with how his chest looks but he keeps doing it if he actually just you know brought his shoulders back it would completely change how he looked physique wise um, it's a great you know what great point because if you want to improve your chest you might need to do more rowing Yeah. don't you know I mean rowing machine a lot more <laughs> rowing yeah bring that posture back um, definitely it's a little trick we've used as personal trainers for years there you go a little PT secret inside it <laughs> soon as yeah. you look at a client we'll look at where your hands are but just stood there naturally if somebody said they want a better chest you'll go yeah yeah we'll do that The last few is four weeks down the line, why are we not doing any bench press? We'll get there. Yep, yep. All of a sudden, the chest looks better because they're in a better position. (laughs) Your PT secret. But um, Mm. if we're going to finish up today, the bench press, anything we can send people away with, anything um, Will Smith related?
1: (laughs) I I was going to say, there is more t- to bench press or push exercises than the barbell bench
0: press. Yes. Like, it's not the end of the world tonight when you go to the gym and someone's on the bench press. No.
1: Broaden your horizons. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What would you do then if you were someone to go gym tonight? Uh, I know we both want to get on the barbell bench press for some reason because like, that's what we're a, kind of like an indicator lift is. But if you're tonight, busy gym, someone's out, Everyone's trying to get bigger pecs, and the bench press is taken. Three options are as good as a bench flat bench press. You could do what might be a little bit better for your chest. Um,
1: number one would be floor press. I like floor press, you know. You really like floor press, um, cable flies, and um, incline bench, incline dumbbells. I would I would go with.
0: Now, following off from my comment before about the bench press, when I said what did I say about the bench press, you can have a bigger bench press and a poor chest. We can do the same. Would you say the same for dumbbells? So if someone has a really good flat barbell bench press, yeah, they sometimes get really poor flat dumbbell bench press. Whereas someone who does Really good flat dumbbell bench press usually has a pretty good flat barbell bench press. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was thinking of myself <laughs> on top of it. So, what I'm saying there is usually if you get stronger with a dumbbell flat bench press, when it comes time to get on the bar, you're going to be pretty good as opposed to if you just do barbell bench press when it comes to doing dumbbells. You yeah, appreciate
1: it. Oh, 100%. Like, and I, I would say. Well, I can say that my biggest benches have come off the back of not doing flat barbell bar bench.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm with you. on so, that, mm. you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's doing doing a lot of other stuff that builds that up, and then you get into it, and it's like this feels a lot better.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Go on then, before we finish, what do you bench, bro?
1: Um, oh, not a lot these days. Um, what have I done? I've done 150 in the past. That's a big bench press. But it'd be around 130, 135 at the minute.
0: Yeah, I'm a 130, 135 bencher.
1: Respectable. Yeah. Respectable for an old man.
0: And to be fair, I think I've been there for many years, even at rugby, like a three rep max 135 bench press was probably where I'm pretty much coming from. Um, little inside story, I remember a lad used to play rugby with had two shoulder operations in the off-season and come back and did 150 for eight. Eight? <laughs> for eight. Wow. <laughs> it was frightening. I think just how he was built and everything, he just come back and he kind of did his rehab and stuff, but he still had two shoulder operations. One was like a full recon and one was like a bit of a clean out. Uh, <laughs> And they come back and we're at like one thirty-five for three or four, going ah, one fifty-three. Like all right, brilliant.
1: Wow. Some some people are just predis predisposed. Yeah, pre-dis- yeah, I
0: know what you mean Pre-pre-dis- Yeah, I know what you mean predis. I'll <laughs> <laughs> move that one.
1: <laughs> Teeth back in, Do you know what I mean? For for that kind of movement. Same with bench. Same with deadlift. Same with squatting. But
0: yeah. again. Again, does the number matter? It doesn't, does it? No. Really. Exact. It's exact. something to keep keep us entertained. But um yeah. Again, depends on the goal. You know, for me, even if you're in fat loss, you're trying to lose weight, it's good to kind of get some performance gym indicators anyway, just because it could be mundane as hell. Mm. Just going ticking boxes moving. So mm. why would why would you not want to build oh, strength like Talking
1: ball? talking of vanity.
0: Yes.
1: 19 minutes past six this morning, in the gym, two lads ab-checking each other. Oh, no. In the mirror. My client literally stopped what she was doing and she was just like, oh, wow, that's far too early in the day for that.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. I miss that sometimes, you know. I don't get much of that in managing now. But back in the old, you know, total fitness days. (laughs) Mm. One saw a guy checking his glutes out in the mirror. That happened.
1: Wow, not seen that one.
0: Yeah, that
2: happened. Yeah. Mm.
0: And again, if you're a bodybuilder, all part the so yeah, part of you got, your best package. You got to <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta look at that. So um, yeah, as we probably are, we're probably not checking our abs in the mirror on a Monday morning. That is early, innit? <laughs> when is an acceptable time to check your abs in the mirror?
1: There isn't one. There really there isn't, one. isn't one.
0: There isn't one. gonna <laughs> say past. It's going to be past six o'clock anyway. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's
1: got to be like after seven o'clock when I'm not in the gym.
0: <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Right, on that note, um, we only said that's, another, that's for another podcast probably once this week. Um, so mm. that's not bad. So we've only just lined up another podcast for ourselves. We really need to start taking notes on that. But yeah, um, and I think we've actually made ourselves some work for the Facebook group as well. Yeah, could, be, could involve a press-up challenge. Definitely. That's would be interesting. Might pop some. So. <laughs> you first, no,
1: sir. <laughs> I, I went first on the last challenge. That's very old, true. Old you did. Challenge.
0: Should we do the press-up one? All right, we'll do it. Yeah. We'll have to do it at some point this week. But, um, yeah, let's enjoy the sun while it's here. And um, really you. know till next week, where we don't really know what we're going to talk about. No, not yet. We'll come back with something. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Uh, we're still rounding up some reviews. We had a new one on iTunes the other day, which was a good one um, to appreciate because it does help um, kind of people find us mm. um, in terms of finding the health and fitness podcast. So,
1: Yeah, um,
0: I'll tell you what was quite nice, actually.
1: It was, we were it was away at Northwich with rugby on Saturday mm. and uh, some bloke. Who I know that I've not seen for years that sort of in and around and involved with which was like, oh, listen to that podcast. Is it you're still still doing it and everything? It's good.
0: Oh, nice. So, you know. Shout out. So that was nice. That well, was very nice. Nice. At least we know someone's listening. Yeah. Well, we know how many people listening. to do check weekly. It's you know, <laughs> uh, slowly on the slowly on the increase. Um. Oh, yeah, I've got a few we've got a few guests lined up as well. Well, verbal agreements, should we say. Verbal okay. agreements. Okay. The, uh, but yeah, on that note, we'll uh, leave you on it. Enjoy the sunshine because it's Monday, it's International Chess Day. You don't have to bench press. Um, but if you do, be safe. Enjoy it. See you next week. See you next week.